BestFantasyFootballLeague.com. Join a 12-team dynasty startup draft today. Leagues start at just $49 and go up to $999. Starting lineups of one quarterback, three running backs, four wide receivers, one tight end, and two flex spots. They also have best ball leagues, weekly leagues, and redraft leagues with six different starting lineup options in 10, 12, and 14 team leagues. BestFantasyFootballLeague.com <clears throat> The best fantasy football leagues on the net. Okay, so now we will be resuming. <laughs> Dynasty Football Network presents Super Flexible Podcast with your two co-hosts, Tudrick and Swags, and host, Steve Halepka. Let's go! What's up, everybody? It's the Super Flexible Pod. This is the Super Flex Trades Show. Uh, as you notice, things are a little different. Pull one out for my boy Steve. Can't be with us any longer at this point, but the show moves on, and we are here to switch it up a little bit. And I just poured my coffee all over the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing it was a cold brew at DFF underscore swag. My boy swag is here. What's up, dude? What's up, man? I'm excited about this. Yeah. So as I interrupted him, we're, we're going to do things a little different. We've got new stuff coming at you. So this is one of them. We're going to try to do this trade show every week. Um, we wanted to bring in a very familiar fo- voice with you and somebody from Dynasty Trades HQ. You already heard him a little bit, and that is Jeremy, the the madman himself. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me on today. I'm excited about today's show. It's Absolutely, been a while, too. I've yeah. Yeah, to what have you while. been doing? You've been uh, camping. Man. You've been, I mean, <laughs> I've, I've seen some of your stories, but none of the tales. Yeah, exactly. Now, my wife and my job have kind of kept me, um, you know, on it right uh haven't had a lot of time uh to spare but i do today so yeah <laughs> works for me well i'm glad we can borrow you for at least uh, a little bit here so like swag said this is going to be just super flex trades get that discussion going hopefully argue a little bit as the three of us do on occasion <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know we forth. will sure uh, but so definitely tag at Superflex pod tag at Superflex trades let us get those on here to help you guys out. Probably going to be dropping this, you know, later on in the week. So as you're picking up those waivers, maybe you find a sneaky guy and then try to throw him into a trade or something like that. So hit us up. Let's talk through some. And, By the time uh, you, you hear it, it is out. We promise you that. <laughs> Whatever he said, apparently. It's true. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to jump in if you let me. And we've already argued about this guy uh, quite a bit coming oh, no, off of he's Thursday. back. Yeah, I had to. <laughs> Coming off a Thursday night game, too, where it wasn't the bestest we've ever seen. So I'd love to get uh, at DFF underscore Madman's take on this since you just called him Jeremy. People can't find him at Jeremy. Um, so <laughs> at our boy at Dave Surreal, uh, super flex leave. I'm pretty sure this is a 12-team uh, full PPR tight end premium. Jameis Winston ugh, on the one side. Are you ready to cash in? You can get a 2021st Anthony Miller and Teddy Bridgewater on the other now. We do have Deshaun Watson, Kirk Cousins, Jacoby Brissett, Josh Rosen, and Mr. Mushess, Gardner Minshew on this team, too. So we are sitting pretty in a 12-team. We got lots of quarterbacks here. This is, I, I like this style. Mm-hmm. Is this yeah, enough no. for you to move, my man, Winston? Here's the thing. Um, first of all, he you know set it quarterback, really. Uh, but, you know, you can't – that's good because that helps you make a move if you want to trade Winston away. But it doesn't mean you should get rid of somebody – 
add a value to the other team uh, simply because you have a you know surplus at the quarterback position. Correct. I mean, you guys know Winston's going to have some games as long as he's starter. He's going to have some games that are valuable. So if you need a quarterback, I don't like Jameis Winston. I, I don't think I ever have. I wanted to believe in that guy. He looks decidedly awful. And I know, you know, different offense kind of coming into play. There, there's a lot of things going on on the team. But with the kind of weapons that he has, there, there's a lot of talent on that team. And I don't think Jameis Winston is part of it. Um, it just he looks rough. I like the first. I love Anthony Miller as a player. I think he's going to become the wide receiver one. But, you know, he's catching the ball from Mitch Trubisky, who also has his you know, a slew of issues up there trying to get that offense going with, um, you know, Nagy in Chicago. So I, I'm torn here because Winston is a starting quarterback and, you know, maybe the value is a little bit, not today, but it should be a little bit higher than that. But I personally have no problem trading Jameis Winston away. I just, I'm looking at this trade with Bridgewater and, and Miller and the first, and I'm wondering, can I get more out of Jameis Winston, even that he's, Playing poorly, even though that team's not doing well, because there are people who love James Winston. Before I you, before I let Swags talk for a second, hold on, Swags. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and him and Steve argued a lot uh, over James Winston. Is if I could change it to two first right now? Don't worry about the players, but if I could change it mm-hmm. to just two first or Winston, does that feel better to you that way or or worse? Well, of course, of course, it feels better. It gives me a, a better shot to get a player that I think is going to succeed. You know, you got like a 500 hit rate, you know, swinging mm-hmm. in the first round. But if you're, you know, sharp and you can get the players that do succeed and say you hit on both of those, and you're not going to get a first for Anthony Miller, right? Yeah. Um, not currently. The, I, if you want to get out and away from Jameis Winston, I, I still think you might be able to do better than Bridgewater tacked on to Miller in the first, but I don't know. I mean, I haven't sent a, tr- I don't own Winston in more than maybe like one place, I'm pretty sure. And, and so I don't right. even know what his value is today, but I feel like you should always, you know, always try to get as much as you can. Would you guys trade Winston for that package yourselves? I mean, I know you have those quarterbacks, but do you that. think it's value? I don't think it's enough. Uh, I'm not doing it, and I argued back and forth to the point where Swags made me confused about what I was even arguing about, I feel like. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he has a way of doing that, man. Uh, he does. He, he, he did it to I himself, feel, mad man. And that's also <laughs> probably half the point, too. But um, on this one, I, I, I did comment on this one just saying I can't I can't do it right now for this. I can't do it. I'm, I'm ready for Swags to say he's taking that other side so easy. I mean, I don't know. I kind of I, like I'd rather it be even a first and a second, like we were talking about before. You know, not to go so down. So you wouldn't give a second again, for Anthony Miller right now? I, I just, I don't know, man. Laying a donut week one and the way Mitch is looking, I mean, mm-hmm. so one dimensional. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's not even an Anthony Miller thing. It's, I mean, and then the way they use Tariq Cohen and man, man, you've been talking about the way they use Cohen a lot, and then that's kind of what we've seen. Week one, him playing the role we need Anthony Miller to play for Anthony Miller to be viable on our teams or startable, oh, know. you know. So uh, it, I Going kind of getting eight targets and catching them and, and another what 50 yards. I don't know. We finished with what roughly 13, 14 points, which is great. I, I love having that guy in my my flex spot. But what does that do for Anthony Miller? It's not helping him at all. So, I mean, honestly, like I want I want to try to get a little bit more. But if I can't, I'm coming back to you, and I'm probably going to see if you'll still do this offer and maybe try to get a wide receiver I like a little bit more than Anthony Miller. But 
Um, I'm probably holding it out, but it's close for me. Like I'm, I'm pretty like kind of worried about Winston at this point and his future going forward. And I have a hard time thinking that we'll get a 2021st in the draft next year. I think the first is key and get a, get get the first, a receiver that you like better, even a younger guy that, you know, we're not sure what he is yet. And and then possibly I like when I trade quarterbacks, I try, I don't always do this, but I try to get a quarterback in return. Even if it's a, Mm -hmm. a taxi squad guy, I know, you know, pick your poison. Even if it's, um, you know, the, the rookie Finley in Cincinnati, whatever it is, just somebody back that has a chance to develop and you can stick them on your taxi squad, you know, something to hope for. But yeah, the first, and, and I would rather have something other than Miller and Bridgewater with that first. Maybe I would do it because like I said, I'm just, I'm ready to trade Winston. Just, you know, yeah. send me something I like. Swags, Bridgewater or Finley? Bridgewater or Finley. Give me Finley. And Madman, you're the same? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the upside, and I think he can become an NFL starter. Um, I, mean, I love Bridgewater. That lane scares me. Was that, that because you don't believe Dalton being there next year, or you think he even uh, takes it over this year? I don't know if he'll take over this year. I just I think he's got all the traits that I want in a developmental quarterback. You know, okay. the size, the arm. He's he can be accurate enough. He's smart. I I like his chances to stick in the league. But you know, I love Bridgewater too. You know, let's face it. If he didn't have that horrific injury, right. you know, that guy would be much more highly sought after. Because I just if we're waiting until next year on Finley. I might rather take the shot on Bridgewater and and that Breeze is retiring outside of Dalton being moved. I know Dalton's cap number Mm -hmm. is like nothing next year and they can easily move to, you know, do whatever they want. But if, Mm -hmm. if we're not picking Finley because we think he's going to take over this year to me, I'm taking Bridgewater in that argument. I know that's not what the the trade is here. And I don't even have results on this. This was just put up by a, by more day that hits us with a lot of stuff. So I just kind of want to talk that out a little bit. I feel like the, if Bridgewater was the guy, he would be playing in Miami. And well, he could have, that's what I'm saying. Something went wrong he, there to where he's not like he decided, but to, he chose, yeah, he chose not to because that's I think what we he know. Saw, no, that's what he said. I know, but I would rather I know, play man. for the saints team, the, the saints coach, um, and play in the same locker room, you know, be there every day with drew Brees. Then I would want to be on that haphazard thing that's going on that they're trying to get off the ground in Miami. I really would. And I, I like Bridgewater. If, if say Brees were, were to get hurt and be out this season, I do think Bridgewater, you know, is but, savvy enough to play as assuming he never takes another uh, lick Taysom, into that. Do you Taysom think Hill continues that, with his limited touches, but maybe that gets up, but it's still, yeah, it's Bridgewater. I think running the offense. Do you think that Miami yep. offered Bridgewater 100% guaranteed starting role and he turned it down completely? I don't think they offered him that. I, did they? I mean, that's, no, I, that's I'm just asking, like, because I, I think that uh, at that point, if they're offering him a backup job, like, sure, I'd way rather go back up Drew Brees, but, but they I'd rather be a starter on a crappy team either. than back up anybody. I, I mean, that's my mentality. Yeah, they didn't have Fitzpatrick. When, and that was before the draft, so they hadn't traded for Rosen yet either. Right, I think yeah. Maybe he just saw the writing on the wall that this team, like, their plan – because they had already given Flores the five-year extension, you know what I mean, like or or a deal to start. So it was just, ooh, this this team's quite a few years out, and I could see this thing imploding before it gets better. No, let me go back up, you know what I mean, and like exactly. be with Peyton and back up Breeze in case something happens, or if not, I'll just take a ring as a backup. I mean, Saints <laughs> are an exciting team. They have a lot of you know weapons. Um, you know, they're it's a positive quarterbacks thing. want to be with playoffs. Peyton. I think that's. They just, you know yeah, what I mean? Like Bridgewater's sure, like, let sure. me attach myself to him 
And if I'm a There's starter next year, open. my career can take back off because I'm. Breeze I'm is accurate. In, yeah, I don't Breeze think I don't think Bridgewater is open. the predecessor to Breeze. Yeah, I guess be, is what I'm saying. Fair. Like that, I, I think but he's that. The backup right now. But I don't believe that Finley is either. I think Finley is a stopgap at best. So again, I'm going to attach myself to to Peyton and the offense. Not yeah. that I mean, we we saw some some nice things out of the McVay light system there in Cincinnati in week one, no AJ green, you know what I mean? So we could see that ascend too, but yeah, if I'm picking backups, I'll, I'll take the one and touch the Peyton. Even though. if they told you, Hey, Bridgewater, listen, we want you as a backup, you know, and, and you know, as a backup, unless somebody gets hurt or there's a reason for you to play, you're, you know, you're holding the clipboard, you're helping the team in any way you can, but you're the backup. And even if they said for the next six years, you're the backup, you're not going to be our starter. I, I, I might still go to new Orleans under Peyton and uh, the situation that they have there on, you know, the in, in the hopes that I become the starter through some way, you know, through some means, maybe even I show out. But that that environment uh, means a lot, I think, too. And I would feel that way as a quarterback. The yeah. qu- the quarterbacks on this team, moving moving away from the trade itself, but the the quarterbacks, Watson Cousins, Brissette Rosen Minshew, like Brissett, Rose, and Minshew all couldn't be without a job next year, right? Like, I know sure. Brissett has that contract there, but those three guys easily are not starters next year. Uh, not easily, but that narrative can be written. Yes. So now you're using that 2021st probably to get a quarterback in next year's class, right? And you, you just gave away Winston. So you're banking on Winston probably not being the starter here to make this move. Going back to the trade, I feel like. I, I can see that. And I, I thank Dave for sending this trade in because it was an interesting one to talk about, right? And they're not right. always like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, exactly what you said. You're going to try to use that 2021st on one of the quarterbacks. And he gave a lot of information in the trade, which allows for more discussion. So yeah. just to throw that out there, if you're going to tag us and stuff, give me as much information in there as you can, which allows us to uh, go even further into it. All right, I'm going to move on because that actually wasn't a poll. That was just, uh, he kind of threw it out there as this is the what I traded. Okay. Good job, Dave. Dave traded away Winston. He felt good about it. I said, okay, you do what you do. At Dynasty, VC23 is our next one. It's a 12-team full PPR. Tight end premium. We This is definitely tight end premium. The one time it does <laughs> matter for you to put it in there. Yeah. OJ Howard in Joku in a 2022nd. Howard with another dud on Thursday night. Yeah. The Incredible Hawk in a 2021st. I'm going like to start that. with Swags. I mean, I don't think you even have to ask me to know which way I'm going on this, man. Like, Hawk smash. Like, give me that first with Hawk. And, man, I'm ecstatic. I can't believe you just sent me this. I would have given you more. <laughs> I'm ready to – I don't know, man. I'm I'm trying to, like, not go around to leagues and make offers for Hawkinson because I'm ready to give you probably too much. <laughs> <laughs> you slut premium right like oh there's seriously man. coming out but it's nice i, I am a truther yep i'm absolutely behind this it wasn't that long ago howard was a you know considered dynasty tight end four or five is he's not there now for you apparently and then joku is where like eight nine ten um the joku is nowhere to be found like he's just a, a hope at this point okay yeah, through the volume, through that offense. I, I love Najoku. I, I Hawkinson think, you know, was tight end like, two week one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's Naj- crazy that that line ever. was two. <laughs> <laughs> so, Madman, you're you're going Hawk in the first as well? Uh, yeah, and, you know, like I said, I love 
I love Najoku. I really do. I think he's a, you know, an incredible player, um, athlete talent. There are so many mouths to feed in Cleveland. They're kind of struggling now. I think we'll see better from Najoku. He had a, he had a fine week one. I you know, no complaints. He, I, he did more than I expected he would when they started scrambling in the fourth quarter and trying to make stuff happen. You know, the team kind of fell apart. I just I, I felt before this season that there just wasn't going to be enough love for him. Um, and and Howard, I've never really bought into Howard. I think he's a very good, above average, well-rounded tight end, can do it all. But I never bought into it. I, I didn't buy into him being top five. Uh, I argued with people about this. I traded Mayfield in a one-quarterback league. I traded Howard from Mayfield because I felt like I was set at tight end with Ingram and Kittle and some other guys. I moved some pieces to get away from being loaded at tight end and, and make other what I felt were other areas of my team stronger wide receiver and quarterback, you know, with Kittle and some other guys, I, d- I just felt like he was a little bit overhyped and I'm weird about tight ends. Anyway, I love Hawkinson. I, you guys know, I love that he came out of Iowa. Kirk Ferentz gets those guys ready to play NFL football. Um, the better ones show out in college. They, they show out early in their careers um, because Ferentz coaches, you know, the offense, the offensive line, the tight ends, and and he has everything that you want uh, to be that that stud on your team. So I definitely want to take him as a as a sure thing, especially after last week. And at first, you know, I I love to take my chances on first round picks. A lot of times, you guys know, I'll trade away picks to get a player that I know, that's a bona fide player. In this case, um, you know, the second doesn't interest me, and uh, I I don't feel like Najoku or Howard are going to be perennial tight end ones. I think they'll flirt with it. Maybe they'll get it. But I think Hawkinson is a perennial tight end one. And I want that first round pick. So this trade, yeah, I want the Hawk side. I love how you said Hawk smash. I haven't heard that before. I I need to get out more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So um, I looked at this poll last night prior to the Thursday night game. And when I looked at that point, it was 52% on um, the O.J. Howard and Joku side, I believe. It has shin sifted, and it's 66% on the Hawkinson in the first side. Um, I'd like to not to overreact to the first, you know, couple right, of, sure. first game or the first couple of games there, but I, I totally get it. And like you guys saying, like just the Bucks and even the Browns, just the target distribution that's around, I mean, might not lend to those big games. But Swags, uh, we kind of talked about Hawk the other day. Right, so Amendola got what 13, 12 targets. Yeah, Galladay got nine. Hawkinson yeah. got nine. Um, and I, I remember telling you that Jesse James actually outsnapped Hawkinson. So if if we get Hawk in the game even a little bit more, you know, what I mean, as as the season kind of progresses, there, it, that's still a large distribution. You think it's still focused through, um, maybe not through, but it is a larger part of Hawkinson compared to OJ Howard's role and Njoku's role. That's why we're going to take that side in the first. Yep. True. All right. And um, one thing I wanted to add to you guys is like yep. this first week, you know, a lot of times we get excited, but I think what it did is it really validated what everyone already thought they knew about Hawkinson. It really just said, you know, wow, I don't have to worry about this guy developing. You know, he's ready to go. Does this happen every week? Probably not. Does this happen, you know, all season long? No. But now I know that he's capable of doing this. And and further, it's surprising because I don't know if everyone remembers, but Jesse James was a really good pass catcher at Penn State. Really good. In fact, him coming into the league and becoming more of a blocker than a pass catcher was a bit of a surprise to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and and I figured, you know, as a vet and as a seasoned guy who's good at both of those things, they bring him in. He's going to be this, the uh, quote unquote starter. He's going to be the guy for a while till Hawk kind of gets the swing of things and develops. But I mean, look, uh, 
both of those guys were out there. They both played and, and, and Hawkinson just, wow, he, he just didn't look back. I think the future is bright. And I think there's a lot to be excited about just given all these things. And, and he just validated it in week one, which is so cool. Yeah. Super exciting. I will, I will be a hundred percent honest as I didn't, I thought Hawk would start out a little bit slower. Um, yeah. and then I, I was really, when, when there was a golden Tate role there to be had, you know what I mean? I, and I could ride it for Hawk, then I got it, but then they brought in Amendola or, um, yeah, Amendola. And I was like, all right, well, which one's going to get those? And then you see mm-hmm. Amendola get 13. That was surprising. If, if you didn't look at the box score or know about the game and you just saw Amendola get 13, I would have said Hawk got what one or two then. You know what I mean? Like right. that's, I felt oh, like yeah. they would operate the same kind of area and you wouldn't get 22 math, 22 targets there in that kind of slot intermediate, you know, kind of underneath kind of stuff. So uh, I 100% did not see a game like that coming. I, nobody can predict a game like that. But I mean, you know what I mean? I, w- I would have expected it to be. Um, much much lower and then kind of fire up. So I I will not claim that one, but I know my boy Swags will for sure. Yeah. And mad credit to it. But there, there's one coming for fan. It's not even in a trade. I'm gonna keep moving. Uh, at Sack Experts, because I mean it's funny. That's the other thing. If you got a funny name, it's probably getting in the show. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> it's the, Change your Twitter <laughs> name now if you're not hearing your trades on here. Right. Change it. Make it funny. Tag me. It'll come on the show. Um, so just super flex trade here, but we have four quarterbacks moving. We have Matt Ryan and Josh Allen on one side. We get Stafford, Dalton, and James White on the other. So I'm gonna real quick. Does James White mean a whole lot to either one of you? I'm not trying to be mean. No, and, and I see why he's there though, because he does kind of even it out for the Andy Dalton dip, you know. Because Andy Dalton had a great week one, but Andy Dalton's the least valuable quarterback in this trade. So I do get why he's there. I'd rather have Matt Ryan and Josh Allen. So they're trying to even it out with James White and sell that. But I want the Matt Ryan and Josh Allen side. Madman. Yeah, I love Matt Ryan. I'm not a big Josh Allen fan, but in fantasy football, obviously that guy can carry you um, with the kind of points he can generate. The team's always kind of in a uh, kind of a mess. I think them putting some uh, effort into really establishing a running team, a running game with all the running backs they brought in, um, and and you know that that helps um, so that they're multifaceted. And I think that helps Josh Allen. You know he can run a little bit and score touchdowns that way and pass. He's not a little guy. I think in fantasy that's the side I want. I like I love Stafford and Dalton uh, as players and White. You know I mean let's let's be fair. As the pass catcher in mm-hmm. the Belichick offense, that guy's worth his a, role is there. Jack. Yeah, his role is there as long as he's on the team because he's really and really right now he's the only guy that offers value every week because yeah, we know it fluctuates the game plan, but they're always gonna pass to the running back. And you know, it's not gonna be Sony Michelle, it's not gonna be right now Damian, it, it it even Burkhead. I mean, these it's really gonna be James White show, but still that's that's like what Swag said. When you start throwing stuff in to make it look a little prettier, it probably isn't. And um, Matt Ryan is, uh, you know, a, a quarterback one year in and year out, and Allen's up and coming. So I think the value is on the Ryan and Allen side for sure in this trade. And Stafford's, I love him, but dudes and, and Dalton too, they're getting up there in age, man. Uh, I know Ryan's older too, uh, older too, but Stafford and Dalton, I uh, don't know how long they're going to play in this league. And I just, I don't want to take a running back to try to fix the quarterback values back and forth. I'd rather have well, a different position, like a wide receiver or a first round pick or something like that. Take the guy oh. attached to Julio. Oh, hell yeah. 
Plus, you I is so underappreciated. It's crazy. Madman was trying to just sell me on Ryan Finley not that long ago, too. Don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> if bias does play a part. No, I hear. And Swags, you took that side as well. So if I change James White to. All right, a guy that doesn't have. to be have, pretty cool. Doesn't have a role currently, but I'm going to give you Darius Guy Swags. Oh, I mean, that's pretty cool to me. I'm probably a little bit on the more of the believer side. I, I think for me, I think he's still going to be the back there moving forward. Uh, wrong thing to bring up. I, I'm going to get off the trade for a minute. But yeah, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm willing to give a guy like Darius Geis a little bit more time than uh, underachievers, so to speak, and hope that he mends up. Like sometimes I think we give the underachievers a little too much time, whereas the guys that get hurt, this is a different injury. We've said before, maybe he was compensating for something. Six to yep. eight weeks, he comes back. I think it's clear they don't care a ton about Adrian Peterson from them Make putting him on the sideline week one. Week yeah, yeah. one. AP, and AP is not a young guy. I mean, this, this that guy's on his way out of the league. He's Correct. The- so, I mean, if you want to give me Stafford and Geis for – and, I mean, I get Dalton. Yeah, I'd do that. I'd do that if you gave me Geis. Um, I, I mean, I hope it happens and he doesn't keep getting beat up like – you and right. Real Halupka were talking about, and he's sidelined through his career. But I want to give him more time. You know, look what happens when you wait on players like Dalvin Cook. Even you know, we're still kind of waiting for that to for happen. Sure. But yeah, a little too soon. Like let's no, let I him gotcha. let's I, let him suck before we count him out. I want to see him healthy a little bit. No, that's fair. I I mean, I brought it up because we had talked about it on the last show, and then news has kind of changed. And and I yeah I kind of wanted your perspective there of a player I can use right now that could help some teams opposed to waiting for the upside of what you still and 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 a large amount of people I believe still think that guys can be madman if I if I change the backs are are you the same way or where's your camp I'm probably going to stay the same way because the the logic that I was using in wanting Ryan and Allen it, it has changed. Yeah, Correct. Geis doesn't help. And, and and guys, I thought Geis was, you know, up there with Saquon Barkley when he came out. I love the way he plays football and runs. I'm just not as strong of a believer anymore. And and getting a running back, I just I, I don't buy into their long term usage. And we've argued about this before. Swags. Yeah, you're definitely I, a wide receiver guy for sure. And or you know, or an asset guy, but it just I don't buy into the running back. So like whatever running back you put in there short of like a running back one, you know a perennial running back one right now is not going to get me excited. And trust me, I, I would take Stafford and Dalton in a trade. I think if Dalton can approximate, well, first of all, I already think he's a better quarterback than Jared Goff, but if that offense can approximate what the Rams have done, I, I like Dalton in that kind of an offense more than I like Goff. All right. And I, I want to do the so, same I mean, thing of, for you that he yeah. did for me then. And I'm going to keep it still – I don't want to get too (laughs) fancy and give you too much. So I'm going to switch James White out, switch Geis out, and I'm going to put in A.J. Green. So you get Matthew Stafford, Dalton, and A.J. Green. Stack, huh? Always be stacking. Yeah, um, you know, that makes it closer. I still think I want Ryan and Allen, and I do like A.J. Green when he comes back. But, you know, he's he's been getting banged up, and he's an older wide receiver. I don't know if that puts it over the top. And like I said, it's one of those things where you look at it like – Look, I look at this present that that Daddy bought me. Look, there's like 20 things in here. This is awesome. Instead of just buying them a, a freaking laptop or something, right? Like you oh, know, I, I mean, like that analogy. It's a, it's a bag of stuff, you know. I I get bag it. Bag of stuff. You can argue that it's better. Went but to if the you're dollar store. The- <laughs> 
if you're Look already on the, the Toys R Us side that Ryan and Alan are the toys you want, you probably aren't going to get you know excited about a Hot Wheels car thrown in. I don't know. No, probably but, not super much. That is awesome. Don't go to the dollar store. Got it. <laughs> Moving on at Ooh KVD uh, Twelve Man Empire. So this is a half PPR, but tight ends go all the way up to one and a half. So that's a nice, nice little change there. Deep Rofster is saying that they're playing for next year, right. which when I look at the players confuses me a little, but okay. Uh, Cooper Cup and John Ross on one side, GJ Moore and Scary Terry McLaren on the other side. Madman. Dude, I, you guys have to know what side of this yeah, trade is going to be. I mean, <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, like I, yes. needed a, right. uh, I need a minute alone after getting DJ Moore <laughs> and Terry McLaren. If, said, if I had Cooper Cup and John Ross and someone sent me DJ Moore and Terry McLaurin, not only am I taking the day off work, I'm going to get ripped. I'm going to like, like have, a, have a party. All my friends are coming over. I'm, I'm paying for it. I mean, seriously. I mean, I like Cooper Cup. I don't think he's sustainable. I mean, you know, you could plug a lot of guys in that Rams offense and they'd be fine. He's He's great. In some ways, I'm not going to say he isn't. I, I just feel like he's a little overrated. John Ross is the biggest trap. He was the biggest trap coming out of his rookie year. I think that offense does help him. And, you know, maybe he can be the Brandon Cooks role, but he's no Brandon Cooks. That guy is, um, you know, he's going to have a game here and there, not consistently. DJ Moore has already proven. First of all, I love that guy in college coming out in the draft. Um, I was the guy... Early, a guy early on who said that's the best receiver in this class overall. And I still think that way when he came out, he was. So Finally I'm going to get Case Keenum thrown to him. Right, exactly. The <laughs> wide, I'm getting the wide receiver one from his draft class. I'm getting Terry McLaurin, who I already love, who's a starter in Washington. Um, long-term, oh, wow. Moore and McLaurin uh, long-term, and even in the immediate future, I think are the plays. And I know you can make an argument for the other side, but I just prefer those two players hands down. So no one's going to convince me that cup and Ross is the side you should take swags. You're saying the same. Oh, just absolutely. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so Ross by himself, I know, you know, he's a trap. Give you a dollar. Is it just <laughs> <laughs> something from the dollar store? Got it. <laughs> Throwing it back on that last trade. But is there, is there a sell window? after aj green or do you have to do it before he comes back oh you do it after that big game he just had yeah you do it now that's my thinking you know get what you can now hell he was you free. weren't starting him anyway he was, he was on the waiver wire i kid you not in some teams that were pretty deep um he was on the waiver wire and in startups i mean the guy went in like the late late rounds people were and even after knowing who their coach was and how things were going to shake out after aj green got hurt he still was kind of a cheap player so if you can get something for him, like in this trade, you absolutely have to do it. Uh, who knows what he's going to be, but I'm just I'm not willing to bank on it at all. Can can I change out John Ross for AJ Green and get anybody to move since you brought him up in the last one, Swags? Um, no. no way. I'm so way too Dynasty. excited about Scary Terry. <laughs> Full disclosure. <laughs> we got incredible Hawk and Scary Terry. <laughs> so <laughs> Dynasty wise. DJ Moore's first year for everybody, and then Cooper Cup is second. Why is there too much silence here? What are you, what are you asking? Yeah, where, where, where are you going like, with this? Are you putting McLaren in front of Cooper Cup? Are you ready to do that? Or is that's three right now? Obviously, yeah. Ross is four. I'm like putting Terry in front of DJ Moore. <laughs> oh, wow. I love, I love swags, man. I love it. Yeah. 
He just, did something DJ Moore has yet to do his first week of football. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It, it's a situational thing, you know, like poor DJ Moore, honestly. I love I put this one in here now. Perfect. I do too. It, you know, I've had arguments with um, good friends, and you may have seen this in some of the threads, but our own, very own Christopher Bean. Yep. He's a good friend of mine, and, and honestly, he has a lot of great ideas. I don't trust him with a rookie draft like I trust my trust myself, but I take his um, advisement. Uh, I take what he says under advisement and consider it highly. But he's you know he's made some mistakes and he loves data. Oh, we all do. Yeah, he 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 really immerses himself in. But I tell him you're putting yourself in a box when you only think about that. When you only put, when you say that this can't be an outlier because of these things that you have in this box. And and Terry McLaurin is case in point. He he says, well, you know, there's not much capital invested in him. Yeah, the, the Redskins hit a home run getting him where they did and having a starter that beat out a first-round pick in Josh, Josh Doxson is basically better than anyone else on their team. Um, a, a lot of other guys like my own friend Shane Manila at the HQ will say, you know what, you need to take that guy that you drafted in the third round, trade him for a first-round pick because, you know, you're that you you drafted him low you know the comp the same kind of thing that bean said only you know get a first round pick in 2020 for him because that's a deep draft class well we already know you have a half uh you're batting 500 you're probably going to miss on the guy that you draft you're likely to a 50 50 chance there and is he going to be a wide receiver one or any one running back one quarterback one is he going to be you know and you're waiting a year to do it if you can get a guy, I think, like this, where you're drafting him low in either a startup or a rookie draft, that is something to celebrate. Why get rid of him? You didn't pay shit for him. There, yeah. There's no reason to capitalize further. You already won. Um, uh, you know, a bird in hand's worth two in the bush kind of thing. You you have him. He's an asset and he's a starter. Are the Redskins going to be like, you know what? We didn't draft him in the first round. We should probably get another receiver. Well, hell no. They're just happy to finally have a guy that can catch some football. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, 75% on the flame that is DJ Moore and Scary Terry. I love Just, that Swags and I agreed on this too. Yeah, I love it. And and I will I will reluctantly take that side. Um, no. but I don't <laughs> what no not really I, but I do love some Cooper Cup he's just a Cooper I Cup just, guy I, yeah I just wonder if I mean Cooper like Cup still got 10 targets sure. right yeah, I like he didn't it. get the yeah, touchdown absolutely. so I wonder if if people are going to freak he's out because he didn't get the touchdown he's definitely my third player in this trade <laughs> what's that he's definitely my third favorite player in this trade I hate you so much <laughs> so he's still one of my he's still one of my favorites <laughs> I do like him a lot I just it's yeah not, not enough it's not the top 50% got it alright let's Let's head on over to that uh, Scouting Academy, and we will keep going with some trades. Scout NFL football like a pro. Invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the Scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GMs, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position-by-position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at DynastyFootballFactory.com. All right. Let's uh, keep this rolling at Jake Ebley. Yeah, that's how I'm going to read that. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, Superflex. Just a half PPR here. Contending team is receiving Woods. Robert Woods, Mark Andrews, Jacoby Brissett. Do you just is 
Are you ready to trade in Mark Andrews and Brissett? Superflex wise, obviously, we, I don't have any information about quarterbacks on the other team here. But is this something, Brissett, probably a guy you either picked up off of waivers. Hopefully, this isn't because you had, you know, luck and you're moving that there. But I would have made this trade before week one. This, I'm fine with the Mark Andrews and Brissett side. Now. Yeah. Now you're just, now you're going to stay. You're not, if, if I, I don't want changed Robert Woods. it. All right. So if it's Brandon Cooks instead of Woods. I want Brandon Cooks. So that, that's the part that's okay there. Sure. Madman, he just took Cooks. You don't get him. You want Robert <laughs> Woods? <laughs> um, you know what? Robert Woods is the bona fide um, wide receiver one for the Rams. I like Brandon Cooks too. Uh, and, you know, I'd prefer Brandon Cooks too, a little bit younger than Woods, but w- Woods is the wide receiver one there, in my opinion. So we're talking about that. Um, and then Andrews, in, in a super flex, you're probably going to lean Brissett and Andrews because you have a starting quarterback for a really good football team, other than Andrew Luck mm-hmm. not being on it anymore. It's still a very good team. Um, on the offense. And I think Brissett is, you know, a quarterback one, you know, certainly a top, t- uh, top 15 guy, but he should finish in the top 12 just with that offense. Oh, okay. yep. And I, I think that's the side you have to take uh, if you're in a super, fle- super mm-hmm. flex league. What if you lose a quarterback or, or say two? I mean, it's happened to me before. Then you have yep. a guy there. And, and I think that's how you have to think about this is, um, giving yourself that insurance. And then Andrews, there's nothing to snuff at there. I mean, that guy's a tight end one. Uh, everybody knows that. Um, I'd hate to give away Robert Woods. He's a personal favorite of mine. But, yeah, I think you get rid of him for Andrews and Brissett in a, in a super flex, especially, you know, um, just thinking about Brissett leading that really strong offense. Yep. That man, maybe maybe like week 10, 11, this uh-huh. is something you're willing to do because you've seen it at that point, or you still don't want to risk losing, you know, the the quarterbacks at that point the rest of your season. You know what I mean? Like, is that the yeah. time to make your push then? And that's the thing too, because if you're, it depends on what you're talking about after week one here right now. You know what I mean? That's all. Well, you're also looking at how strong is your team at quarterback and tight mm-hmm. end, and how and do you need Robert Woods or not? I mean, I'm assuming yeah. you're putting Robert Woods in as one of your. As one of your top wide Probably receivers. Probably wide receiver two would be my guess here if I'm doing this, yeah. yeah. And are you contending at that point? And, I mean, by that point, Mark Andrews, if he's everything we imagine him to be, he might be worth Robert Woods on his own. I mean, it says contending team receiving Woods, so I'm assuming they're they're feeling confident going in or maybe, you know, a solid one from last year. What if Kelsey is your tight end here and you're like, okay, I need the upgrade at wide receiver, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm probably not getting Andrews in my lineup. I think I might personally might find a way to get Andrews in a flex even in a couple of weeks, but it's only half PPR here too. Um, I'm I'm a lean with Madman for right now, and so it's swag since he wouldn't take Robert Woods. I had to change it to Cooks for him to be able to make that move. Sixty two percent will take Woods though right now in this poll. So wow, um, you know I think if you have Brissett and Andrews, maybe you could even ask for more. It'd just be tough for me to get rid of Woods to begin with. But I think you know if you have a starting quarterback and Mark Andrews who. God, I mean, everybody loves Andrews. Seemingly, he's both of those guys are in favor right now based on situation and and um, you know Andrews' spot on the Ravens. So you know, it's surprising that they're only getting Woods out of this in a way, right? Like even in Dynasty, we still look at it week to week. And coming off of Week One, where Andrews did probably better or as expected for what we thought we would see from him this year, and then Brissett was more than fantasy viable in Week One. So yeah, yeah I'm sure. with you. Like why? 
if maybe you could have got a little bit more if this is still going on and maybe push the button or like me and Madman, maybe we just wait until towards the end of the season. Yep. Go get make Terry sure we McLaren get or something. Go talk to that owner. For way cheaper. <laughs> I love that you love McLaren. <laughs> always coming back. <laughs> always <laughs> coming back. All right. So uh, at Mike Me Up, uh, 12 team. Well, there's a second P on there. I felt like I had to enunciate that, that M part there. Uh, 12 team super flex, quarter carry. And four point for passing touchdown. So no PPR if I'm reading it correctly. Okay. Matt Ryan makes his second appearance into Superflex trade show. Uh, Matt Ryan in the 2023rd. <laughs> or Daniel Jones in a 2021st. Now before we, um, before anybody answers here. What? Before anybody answers here. Dak, Winston, and Lamar Jackson are also on this team. Mm-hmm. So you're Swag. saying Zach and Lamar Jackson are on this team. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you listen to the first part of the, the first trade of the show, then correct. <laughs> um, so, so I'm going to start Swags because it seems like we know where Madman's going. Yeah, so it's a weird trade. I wish you could just move Winston instead, to be honest with you. Can you get move Winston for <laughs> the first and something added to that instead? Just take this a whole Anthony other Miller and Teddy Bridgewater, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, how how are Do you being Dave. helped by the Josh Rosen in the 2021st right now? Like, your team's looking pretty good with Matt Ryan, Dak, and Lamar Jackson. Why did you... That team isn't looking so hot with hold Josh on, Rosen on. in the hold first. On, hold, hold so on, hold on. Make hold them on, take on. Winston off your hands. Wait wait a minute. I'm, I messed that one up. That's totally my bad. Oh. oh, yeah. You had Rosen listed there. I was like, what? What? Of course yeah. I want Ryan in the third. I Daniel don't care Jones. what you... I just changed Rosen. Kind of the same thing. You know, I like Daniel Jones (laughs) a little bit more, but I mean, it doesn't change this a ton for me. Like, I think you try to move Winston. The other team is more desperate than you are at quarterback. You don't need to give them exactly who they want. Make them pay up for Winston. Even if you wait till like two drinks said, probably this, this next week, three, the long week bucks have a better matchup. Winston might do a little bit better. Sell him then, but try to sell Winston. Uh, Matt Ryan, I don't care about the third. Go ahead, go ahead, man. I just wondered the the side with Dak Prescott, Jameis Winston, and Lamar Jackson is getting which side of this trade? The Daniel Jones in the first. They're getting Daniel in the first. Yeah, Yeah, for Matt Ryan in the third. Oh, good God! Yeah, give a uh, try to trade Winston. Keep Matt Ryan in the third. Yeah. So. Nobody cares about the 2023rd, correct? Like, it doesn't mean a whole lot to me. I always try to get an extra one, like, like thrown in for sure. But when I'm evaluating this trade, I could care less. Does Matt Ryan's value, is it at its peak from this point moving forward into the future? Is it any higher than it is right now? Matt Ryan? Yeah. I think he's just a stable, um, you know, he holds his okay. value because of attached to Julio Jones, that offense. I mean, you know, I think he can stay, he's a state has standalone value. So Matt Ryan at his plateau mark, or you said stable. It's the same word. Plateau plateau sounds meaner, so I'm going to use it for me. Uh, (laughs) Daniel Jones and the 2021st are ascending, right? Or or at least have a – the first will continue to grow until we get there. Uh, Daniel Jones, we believe at some point, should see at least a spike when he starts the whole game. Mm-hmm. That's not enough for you to move the plateau that is Matt Ryan. I think I think it just it really would depend on my roster. Like I took over really really bad. I should have been orphan terrible. 
there's just I have one quarterback. It's super flex normally. I have multiple quarterbacks. I really have one viable quarterback. In a situation like that, if my one viable quarterback is Matt Ryan, and I'm not going to win shit this year, I'll gladly give up Ryan and whatever, say 2023, to get a young quarterback like Daniel Jones and the first round pick because you know my mode is different. I'm um, trying to increase the value of my team going forward. I'm trying to win at some point. So, I mean, context matters in that, but I mean, just looking at this in general on most of my teams, I'd rather have Ryan and the third, because, you know, you guys know that part of my strategy is a way future pick. I feel like I can get them back at some point. In the meantime, I'm borrowing and you're paying me interest on like a player who's performing now and getting me fantasy points now. You know, a dollar today is worth more than tomorrow because I can do something with it. I'm not waiting till tomorrow to get it. And and that's that's just how I play the game. But, you know, on that shitty team, I'd rather have Jones in that first because I'm salivating to try to get, like, another player, maybe to replace Matt Ryan or whatever next year. Plus, I get next year. Jones, freaking rookie. Right. So that, I mean, you know, people say context matters. I can't answer your trade. I mean, yeah, you know, in a, in a vacuum, you could answer the trade question. But yeah. the context, like you pointed out earlier on this show, it totally matters. It, it might change your side of the equation. For sure. Um, Daniel Jones in a 2021st, 56% winning. Wow. That's interesting. It was, it was quite interesting there. Um, and, uh, going through some of the comments and reading some of it, uh, like you said, I, I can understand the thought process there. Oh yeah. That's really hard to do. I might want to stay on the plateau. <laughs> move, move Winston, Mr. James. Yes, just move Winston. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Jameis. I, I realize you're you're after um, Matt Ryan, but can I interest you in this guy over here, Jameis Winston? He's a lot younger. Yep. Well, I'm, wait, I'm wait. not really interested in moving my other quarterbacks. Sorry. You should have drafted better. <laughs> Ouch. That's my line. I love that one. On that note, <laughs> on that note I uh, I think we're going to wrap up the, the Superflex Trades uh, episode one show here. Kind of mix it up, but add, uh, add TFF underscore my man, Jeremy, my brother. I really appreciate you coming on, dude. And Anytime. arguing with Swags, although you agreed with him more than I was anticipating. It's um, funny, so you know. I'll have to find more that you guys don't agree on next time when we have you on. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> you having me on in the first place. I love doing shows with you guys. It's always interesting. I like the takes. And yeah, Swags, I think he and I argue more off air than we argue on air. And, it, you know, I mean, it's it's just one of those things where we come at it a little bit differently. But I think we we we, we reconcile and realize we have more in common than we lack. Terry McLaren brought us together. He did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Remember to tag the show at Superflex Pod, at Superflex Trades. That way you can hear it here. Maybe we'll argue about it. Maybe we'll make up a cool new nickname for the guy. We'll see. (laughs) You can find find my boy at DFF underscore swag. I'm at FL2 Drink Minimum. Let's get out. Madman, you got about a minute and 20 to tell these guys a nice trade strategy you like to use on our way out of here. Uh, well, I, I mentioned one before. Uh, people are really concerned with keeping their rosters young, but even if you have a team that's really young and on the upswing, it's probably going to benefit you in, in some ways to trade away your future picks. Or, you know, maybe it's a rookie this year or a sophomore player people have given up on. But, but think more in terms of now. Like, what can you do to make your team better now? Rebuilding doesn't mean next year. Rebuilding starts today. So, um, yeah, that's one thing. You know, it's great to have young players, but it's also great to win. Absolutely. Mm. Unless you've got, like, six firsts next year, just hold on to them. That sounds so much fun. <laughs> I would love that. 
have half the round wrapped up. You know, it's funny, you can always trade into a rookie draft. You really can. Even if you don't have a lot of, um, maybe you have a, a fourth or a, maybe two thirds or something. You can always trade up and get into a draft. And I did the same thing this past year to get Terry McLaurin in a couple places. Ooh, nice. JJR take white side drop to like, you know, two, three. And I'm like, I got to get that pick. And I, I moved some assets to get that pick to get him. Um, yeah, I mean, you can always use what you have if you've built assets. If you think in terms of having the best things on your roster you can and not just worry about the future, you can really, you know, put yourself in a position to do whatever you want as long as you have things that are worthwhile and valuable.